This is Living the RV Dream, episode 303 for Friday, December 8th, 2023. Still 2023. Riding, 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 riding in my RV, my RV, wherever I want to be. Because I'm free in my RV. Hello, happy campers. Hello, Pelican heads. It's happy to travel us around the world. Full-timers, part-timers, boondockers, van dwellers, weekend warriors, schoolie builders, tent campers, whatever you do, welcome to the show. If you like traveling by RV or by whatever mode of transportation you prefer, um, I am your host, by the way, Robert Morales, traveling Robert everywhere on the internet. And... Um, yeah, I've been doing this experiment of doing the, the podcast live on YouTube and uh, doing this and that and interviews. Um, that, that experiment might be over. And um, I'm just going to do the podcast as we usually do it, you know, with, with the occasional, occasional interview here and there, you know, because I like meeting a fellow travelers, fellow YouTubers or whatever you do online as well. And... Um, and yeah, uh, to today, of course, we're still not traveling a whole lot, not until January. In January, we're going, of course, to the uh, Tampa RV show, which uh, happens. When does it happen? You know, I have to look at my calendar here because I am lost without my calendar. It's going to be January 17th through the 21st. And, um, and my pop filter was in the wrong place. I think we're going to get better out, you know. And um, on the Tampa RV show, I penciled it in most likely on Thursday afternoon, I think 4 to 6 p.m. at the, the, the Winnebago booth. We're going to have a, a meetup. It's going to be like more like a Winnebago a ambassador meetup. But I'm going to be there. So if you want to show up, uh, you know, s- stop by and say hi. You know, it's um, it, Tampa is one of those uh, places where I get to meet the most of you. and. Um, and yeah, we're still we're still almost uh, we're still over two months away from that, but uh, we're already getting in the oh, no two months no one month away from that. We're already in December, Robert. Uh, we're getting into into those uh, uh, you know early 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 planning because um, and then after Tampa we're gonna do a little bit of traveling in North Florida, going back to Pelicamp. By the way, that's where we spent the last ten days at our Pelicamp. For those of you new to the podcast, this is our, our property. It's our, our, our North Florida retreat, you know, one acre of rough forest that we bought a, a little over three years ago and we developed it right now. We have two full hookup RV sites and one electric. And um, eventually the plan is to have a, another full hookup site and a tiny house of some kind, but, you know, just, just to spend a, a part of our winters up there. I mean, it is uh, it is un- insufferably hot and humid in the summer and lots of bugs. But in the summer, they have the, fi- the um, what's it called, the scalloping season, which a lot of people do it. And uh, at some point, I might get me a small boat and uh, and do that. But this this trip was mainly uh, to to do some aftermath recovery from uh, from uh, Hurricane Idalia that we had a, a couple of months ago. And uh, we lost a lot of trees, and the, the property was still kind of a mess. So, um, so what I did, you know, I I had a guy come in and, and and pick up all the all the big trees that were on the ground and chop them up, you know, and put them outside. And um, the purpose of this trip was get a new shed because my old shed got destroyed, and uh, and get uh, you know some of the stumps, uh, you know, stump grinding. 
And the same guy who, who did the stop grind, he told me that he had a, a big lift and he could, you know, because I have a lot of hanging branches, the very high. I have some, some very tall uh, oak trees and pine trees there that had, uh, you know, the hangers, as they call them. So he took care of those. And now it's starting to look good. Now it's a matter of going back one more time and, you know, making some firewood out of the, the few branches that we still have on the floor. Not few. It's a lot. It's, it's going to be a couple of days of work for sure. But that's what we've done. That's the extent of our traveling. I didn't film much up there, but there is going to be a video about uh, hurricane um, aftermath recovery at some point uh, after Alaska is over, of course. The, only thing, the, the other thing that I did this week, uh, this evening, I spoke with, uh, with fellow YouTubers, uh, RV Life with uh, Adrian and Ruth is, is their YouTube channel. And, you know, they're doing this um, 12 days of Vlogmas. They're doing like, um, you know, uh, live, long live streams uh, every, every day. And, and uh, today was my day. We did a fun interview. They, they wanted to talk about, uh, you know, holiday traditions in Latin America. Uh, they're from Puerto Rico. I'm from Cuba, but um, I mean, I, I had some some many things to talk about, of course. But uh, I wanted to tell you the anecdote of um, my Christmas experience as a, as a young child. You know, I was uh, I grew up in this period of time in Cuba uh, in the 70s and 80s, where Christmas was not really publicly celebrated in fact it was kind of frowned upon by the authorities it was discouraged and um, a few people like my mom you know still celebrated still had an old christmas trees this christmas tree with some old o ornaments that they, they kept from from the 50s and uh, and they would celebrate uh, christmas you know on the on the old christmas tree uh, but it, it, for most people, it was uh, as, as something subdued. You know, you you didn't play loud music or or showed uh, you know your ornaments outside. Uh, you know, it was uh, the, the 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 height of uh, of the, the the Cold War of the communist regime, and uh, it was an atheist uh, uh, totalitarian government. So uh, religion in general was very much discouraged. And uh, but my mom would play the the loud Christmas music, and neighbors would think we were weird or yeah, strange. <laughs> it was something that was not as much celebrated uh, in households or uh, anywhere outside, like churches. It was really not uh, celebrated. But um, I heard of the traditions from before, you know, and uh, and of course in Cuba it was kind of a combination of of the traditional Spanish. Uh, celebration and of course the american influence you know cuba had a great uh, you know influence from the united states up until 1959 from 1902 to 1959 um, and uh, and yeah we celebrated both santa claus and both uh, the 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 three wise men um and there was a little bit of a combination of both uh, Santa Claus, of course. We had the the Christmas Eve Noche Buena celebration in which we had that. That was the big feast with a with a you know pork roast and yucca and uh, rice and beans and uh, you know all kinds of desserts and stuff. Um, and then, of course, uh, some some people had like uh, something called the Rooster Mass at midnight. That you did it at midnight. Otherwise, you would go to church uh, on Christmas Day, on the twenty fifth, uh, and then the day where where children would would receive the the presents, 
was actually January 6th, the day of the of the three wise men. We call them the, the three magic kings or something like that. The Reyes Magos, like they say. And um, and that, that was the main celebration in, 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 in the place where I grew up in Cuba. Um, then I, when I moved to Spain, uh, and by the way, none of these celebrations, Santa Claus, it was kind of celebrated, but the, the main presence day was still... Uh, January 6th, although some people celebrated both, to be honest about it. Um, I I moved to Spain, and then in Spain, um, it was very similar tradition. You know, you had the the Noche Buena, as it's called, the good night, you know, the the Christmas Eve, where you do the the, um, that big meal. I I forget what the the meal consisted of in Spain. I imagine it was probably also a a pork or, or lamb or something like that. It was the the big dinner and then, but but what I remember, my my it was going to Spain was my first real Christmas uh, experience because you know it's the first time you see all the streets decorated and and processions on the streets and um, or parades I guess and uh, you know it was uh, uh, and Madrid is uh, usually the center of Madrid is very tastefully beautifully decorated. With uh, with Christmas ornaments and lights and all that, and of course the big day is uh, the, the day of the three kings, uh, January six, uh, where you know all the children receive their presents, uh, you know in the morning, you know uh, in the morning of that day, and we were talking about that, you know that the traditions of um, of um, of our cultures, and of course Puerto Rico has a more festive tradition, they're from Puerto Rico, Adrian and Ruth. And they have this thing called parrandas, uh, you know. It's it's like a carnival, you know. In Cuba, you know, we had comparsas, which is something something similar. You know, it's dancing and uh, playing music, and and um, it's kind of like a procession. Like um, I would co- co- uh, compare it with like a like a Mardi Gras crew, you know, um, uh, um, procession kind of thing, but. Uh, you know, singing, you know, Christmas carols and all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's what we talked about. So I wanted, you know, to reminisce a little bit on our conversation and what we spoke about and, uh, and my experience of like three different types of Christmases because then I came to the United States and then I realized, oh, here you don't celebrate the three kings. It's just uh, a Christmas Eve. And, um, and of course, in the, in 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 the in Spain and Latin America, you know, you you the you the the main celebration is from like Christmas Eve to to the Three Kings Day, and in the United States, the big difference is you you start celebrating in, in the, basically you put up your lights uh, the day after Thanksgiving, and some people even earlier, some people don't even take them off year long. Um, I'm kidding, of course, but it I'm not in the in the commercial aspect of it. And I've been in the United States now for 36 years, almost. And it feels like it, everything it's, comes earlier and earlier. And it feels like in, in August, you already have Halloween <laughs> decorations. And, and the, the, by, by Halloween, you already had the, the Christmas stuff. And it's, uh, it's kind of unsettling. In any case, I'm rambling too much. And since we, we haven't really been traveling all that much lately, um, I don't have um, all, all that much to, to tell you guys that you haven't heard before from me. So um, I'm going to wrap it up real quick. I have a song that I don't think I have played on the, on the podcast yet. 
And I played it briefly in the episode at Brooks Falls. And uh, I, I named it, most appropriately, Katmai, after Katmai National Park. And uh, right now in my head, I'm working on a song about driving to the south. And I might just call it Southbound. Because right now I'm editing the video in which we make a beeline south from, uh, from the Yukon. So you're going to watch that in about a little over a week. Um, I hope you guys are doing well in this uh, holiday season. And uh, I'll see you Friday at 6 p.m. for the regular live stream in which we get to chat a little bit about everything. And, uh, and uh, it's going to be fun. Like every, uh, like every uh, uh, Friday. And then on Sunday, the video is about a town called Chicken. Oh, the chicken is like the last 10 minutes of the video. The, the, the video itself is getting to chicken from Valdez, Alaska. Until next week, thank you so much for listening. And see you on the road. Because we are living the RV dream and loving the RV lifestyle. Because I'm free in my RV. Music